All right, we back at it. Welcome to another episode of Drunk Words Equal Sober Thoughts. This is your humble host, brother man from the fifth floor, coming to you live and direct from the basement. Um, like I said, I know we missed us last week, but we are back at it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get started like we do every single week. We will go around and introduce everybody that's in the room. Again, I will go again. My name is Drunk. I mean, my name is Brother Man. <laughs> he, he drunk already. Yeah, a little bit. It's a little bit. We haven't been doing it for a long time, so, you know, we got to do what we do. But, again, my name is Brother Man from the fifth floor. What we'll do, we'll talk about ourselves. We'll tell you about what we are drinking. Tonight, I am drinking Jameson once again because that is my go-to. Um, and plus, that's the only thing that was left in the house over a long, long summer. So, um, but, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Next person. True. Uh, more about Nathan here. I'm going to be drinking a little uh, Jack Honey for the evening. Uh, that sweet shit. My, yeah, it'll go to the sweet shit. Mix it with a little tea. Be good to go. Um, yeah, long week. Um, going to enjoy this. Definitely going to have a, a few shots this evening and uh, make sure everything is all right. Cause, uh, it is Saturday. Need to forget about a few things. Is it? Oh, and, it is. Yeah. I forget what day it is. I've been yep. off for a while, yo. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what's up. All right, next person. Average Jimmy. Average Jimmy. That's average underscore Jimmy underscore. Tonight I'm drinking that Hennessy because that's my favorite drink. I'm also going to be drinking the Honey Jack and the Jameson. <laughs> 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 Let's get lit. Yeah, yeah. Grown Man's on Instagram, follow me. Grown Man's one. Um, tonight I'm drinking water. Mm. <laughs> y'all can, can see his face. <laughs> he I'm not excited. Yeah, I'm not excited at all. Uh, had a couple of minor setbacks with my health, so I gotta start doing better. So, man, it's supposed to buy Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm more water. Thank you, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, I do it. You alright though with the water? Yeah, I'm, I'm. It's gonna be what it is. Well, I know a lot of people that call Patron holy water. Is it <laughs> the same? No, I'm good. I'm oh just going to stick to the regular. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> no regular purified water. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, can't take I'm going to drink water tonight, too. Which I'm going to also right. drink my liquor, but I'll drink some yeah, water with you, too. But can't, can't give out the name of the water for the brand unless you cut me a check. That's right. But um, purified water is going to be what yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Walmart got a lot of money. <laughs> 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 they could cut a few dollars out. What? <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, the way we always start the show, we start the show off with a shot. I'm drinking me a shot of Patron. Let's go. Everybody ready? Got anybody shots up? Shots nah, up? Shots mm-hmm. of water? No? Oh, you want some Patron? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to drink everything on the table for the night over. <laughs> Take my shot of water, put it in my night. cap. Make yours a double shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm at it. Might as well just. Hey, uh, slow down now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pal. <laughs> All right, everybody put it up. One time. Yes, yes. Yes, uh. Woo! Yeah. All right. So um, usually what we do is go around and we kind of go like a week wrap up of what we did that week. But I think since it's been two weeks since our last episode and now it's like what mid-August that we will kind of just kind of give a highlight of the summer because summer's almost over now. So um, myself, I think my highlight of summer was definitely uh, traveling. We did some traveling this summer for the first time out of the country. And Aruba was beautiful. Um, also, I got to hang out with you guys. I do appreciate you guys coming here and doing this podcast every week with every single week because this has been fun. I gotta say it. Um, I know you know as we get older, we don't spend a lot of time together. So I know I'm trying to get a little sentimental, but 
Yeah, I really do appreciate it. This has been fun every single week, so um, that's my highlight for the the, the week. Um, and then also, <coughs> oh, you don't even know because I got some contacts this week too. Um, mm. Yeah, and that's been a situation. I think I fucked my eyes all the way up. Oh lord! Yeah, I think I got I scratched my cornea about sixteen times trying to get oh, this out. What time that shit got stuck? I was like, ah! <laughs> I, was, I just quit. I was like, oh. Just go. What's wrong with just putting smart guys on? Yo, it's just it's, glasses are complicated. Like you can't lay in them. You can't do stuff with them. I mean, like, same it's, thing with contacts, though. Yeah, once they, you gotta take once them they out. in, they in. You know what I mean? You but take like, them out when you like take a nap and shit, or you can keep them in. Not keep in when I'm taking a nap and stuff. When you go to sleep for the night, you gotta take. I them gotta out. take them out. Mm. But it's just yeah, just with glasses, just, <laughs> it's just complicated. I keep them in my car. That's all I really do. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I appreciate you guys. This hey, so if summer. you got your contacts in and you put your glasses on, is that like double? <laughs> your I, think, I think you go. I think you go a little. You know, uh, you go backwards. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I can see right man. through that engine. You just But uh all right, we can move on. Uh more about Nathan. Uh yeah, more about Nathan here. Um yeah, it was a great summer. It was definitely uh one for the books. Um you already know what the highlight of my summer was. Uh Got married back in June. Yes, big you ups, know. big ups. I wish yeah, I could yeah. take a drink for that. Everybody yeah, take a drink for that. Take a little, little drinky drink. Yes, yes. Mm. Oh, yeah, get that water. That <laughs> yeah, get that water. Yeah, got married. So it's been a couple months now. Everything's been great. Uh, kind of similar situation. We uh, went out the country for the first time. Uh, went to Punta Cana. Um, we, came were, we, we came back. We made it out alive. <laughs> Oh, bless. Uh, me and my wife's stomachs were a little, little messed up afterwards, but uh, we were okay. We were safe the whole time. It's called that swamp ass, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were all good, though. Uh, definitely a beautiful place. I hope uh, things continue to pick up there. I haven't heard any new stories in a while, so I'm hoping it stays that way. But um, no, definitely a great summer. Uh, I kind of feel the same way, just being able to spend time with you guys. Uh, spend time with just everybody, making memories, making sure everything is good, keeping up with work, keeping up with personal side hustles and whatnot. Uh, shameless plug for more about Nathan. Go ahead, check out the fits. Uh, go ahead and do what you do on there. But yeah, definitely a good summer. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, average Jimmy. Yeah, summer was cool. Uh, I traveled a little bit too. I went to Jamaica. That was nice. Real nice. Relax. Good to get away. Uh, <clears throat> been in a this whole football league with my with my sons, we've been at it since March. Future superstars. Yeah, yeah. We've been at it since March, but it was just a, a little quick league. It, it wasn't really anything to win out of it. It just was to keep you in beat for the season, get you prepared, actually. Now we in regular season. Uh, that's going good, and uh, I got engaged over the summer, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 I'm coming. 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 i am you know, I just really realized the difference between a hot girl and a city girl. Oh, it's a big difference. Do y'all know? Yeah. Do anybody want to explain that for the people mm. that don't know? I think it's 
it's not really nothing to explain as far as it's... It is definitely something to explain. Like, so it, from like, what like, I So a hot girl is... The city girls don't like they. They the ones that need forty dollars. Yeah, exactly. Out there like hot in her ass. Like they, she the one want to be in the scene and they, shaking ass on the Instagram. There was a uh, there was a meme that had uh, how to catch a city girl and it had like one of those baskets with a with a stick under it. Yeah, and under the yeah. basket was some was some chicken wings at forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, they definitely need forty. But uh, the hot girls are the girls that are independent, just having fun, living their best life. Shaking their right. ass on the TV screen. Just doing what they want to do, right? But the 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 city, city girls, girls are the ones that are trying to scam niggas yeah. and trying to yeah, get them. Yeah, yeah. uh, you know, you know, uh, buy me Gucci if I ask for it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But but no, the hot girls might have something going on though. They just doing their thing. Yeah, yeah hot yeah, girls yeah, are living yeah, their best yeah. life. They shake their ass because they want to shake their ass. Yeah, but it's gonna be. A cold girl winner when Instagram <laughs> videos come up and your dude be like, you, you come home and what, what's this? You shit. <laughs> you gotta go, ho. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. But uh, hot, hot girl, hot, what say it again? Hot wife life. Hot wife life. Yeah, trade market. There put we that go. Trade market. Yeah, hot wife life. Hang mm. in it. All right. Uh, grown man's. Oh, uh, it's been an interesting summer. It was cool in the beginning, you know, doing my thing. Uh, shit, I'm back to work now. Um, first day of school, Monday and shit, so. Mm. <sighs> oh, you know what he need? Oh, hold on. <laughs> what? Oh, he needs some milk. <laughs> he needs some of that real soon. <laughs> that, get back to school, back to the grind. Um, so the last couple of weeks have been kind of trying, but, you know, you find out, you go you go to the doctor's for one day and come out with, like, three other conditions and shit. Oh. Just like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, I mean, I'm good, you know, ready to rock and roll. Chilling, doing my thing, having a good time. It is what it is. Back to back to the grind. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, everybody that's been following us over the past couple of weeks, we got some new technology going on. So uh, this should be a little bit fun now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, just tune in, have fun with us because we about to do some things. Um, so the way we're going to start out this show, uh, we're going to definitely talk about uh, some trending topics that's been going on, and I wanted you guys to uh, kind of give your opinion on it. Um, have everybody heard about the the Jay Z and NFL partnership and everything yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, for everybody who hasn't listened, I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to play a quick clip, so you guys are a little bit familiar what's going on um, with everything. So hold on, run second. <laughs> Commissioner, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the commissioner yet. <laughs> Okay. I think we passed kneeling. Yeah, I think it's time to go into uh, actionable items. I think everyone knows what the issue is. And we, we're done with that. We, 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 everyone knows what the we. You know what the issue is? You know why we were kneeling? Okay. Do you know the issue? Yeah. Do you know the issue? Yes, we all know the issue now. Okay, next. What are we moving on next? And I'm not, again, so to be clear, for the room, I'm not minimizing that part of it because that has to happen. That's a necessary part of the process. But now we all know what's going on. What are we going to do? How are we going to stop? Because the kneeling was not about a job. It was about injustice. Let me bring attention to injustice. Everyone's saying, 
how, how are you going forward and Cap doesn't have a job? This wasn't about him having a job. Right? That became part of it. That became part of the discussion. He was kneeling um, to bring attention to injustice. We know what it is. Now, how do we address that injustice? And to go to Jay's point. All right. So everybody heard that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 what was it? It's not about kneeling, right? Mm-hmm. How y'all feel it? about that? I don't like it. I I agree. I, I, like I, I am, I'm on that situation mm-hmm. where I think... Uh, we understand that it's about police brutality. We get that. Yeah. But the situation of what occurred of uh, how, you know, Colin Neal for for the reason that he actually got blackballed because of it mm-hmm. and now we making a partnership. Yeah. It's well, money. I, yeah, it's all it's all money. And I respect the businessman out of Jay Z, but I feel like from what he stands for, he's missing missing everything. Yeah, and this yeah. goes at least what he told us, what he said, it goes against it in every single way. He would not, he's the same one that wouldn't perform in the Super Bowl, or his wife, one of them, that said they wouldn't perform at the Super Bowl a few years ago because of, or it might have been last year, what they did. And then you come in and do a partnership with them. So I'm guessing the money was funny back then. Now the money was right, so. I mean, I, I'm just, well, just want to see what that check looked like. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it got, it got to be We'll never there. know what the real check yeah, looks like. But now that's how I feel, but I'm also going to say this. I'm hoping it's something more to his plan than what we see yet. Like maybe his plan is to get his foot in the door and then bring Cap back. Maybe. Who well, knows? And that's something But he Cap said he haven't talked to him about it. He haven't said nothing about what he was going to do. He just found out like the rest of us found out. Now Jay Z is a smart man. He, he very is smart. And, you know, it might be something that we don't know behind the scenes of what's going on, what's on the in the you know, his master plan about right. this whole thing. But as of right now, it just doesn't real right. Doesn't feel right for me. Uh, well, see, I actually, I actually agree with Jay Z. I think that you know when you look at the fundamentals of everything that's going on, we have to put action behind the words. Symbolically, yes, we took the kneel. Uh, we've been kneeling. We've been protesting. We do all these things. But what's the action item that comes behind it? See, when you think back and you go back in history a little bit. Sorry, this is the history teacher me coming out. But when you go back to the history of it, and let's take a look at the Montgomery bus boycott, right? So, for 386 days, we came together as a people and decided not to rob public transportation. Though it was scripted and it was planned, because everybody know NAACP had a big uh, plan to do this, but we still unified and we came together and we were able to, for 386 days, not use public transportation. So we used our economic buying power, which you said, Jimmy, we used our economic buying power to make a change. So... If this is the way that a change is going to come about, then I'm all for it. Because after a while, we got to move beyond just the whole, oh, I'm tired of this. I mean, look at our city right now, Baltimore in general. Everybody's saying, I'm tired of violence, I'm tired of violence. Okay, so how do we solve for it? What's the action item or the action items that are going to come that we can solve for the violence that's going on in our city? We talk about it. Oh, I hate this going on. Uh, you know, we all on the uh, uh, Murder, Inc. page. or We doing this, we doing that. And small and isolated pockets, people are doing things. But what can we do collectively as a whole to make the change that we want to see? So I'm thinking that, you know, based off of it, and he said, you know, Jay said it himself, you know, I'm not minimizing that part of the struggle because that part of the struggle is important. We have to bring awareness first. That's the first step. Now we're making an action item to go along with that in order to continue to fight to move forward. So 
I think he get. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's getting paid out of it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, question. You know, I think that you know, he, so he's getting some personal gain out of it. But at the end of the day, he did say, "I'm not minimizing what Calvin Kaepernick did. I'm at the point now where we're just trying to move forward and make an action." I um, I definitely see where you're coming from with that, and it's so for me, the actual part of what Jay had to say was that actually bothered me was like we're past kneeling. I don't think we're past kneeling yet. I think it's more of a, uh, it's not an either or at this point for me. It's more of a, a and. It's like, yes, we still need kneeling because people are aware, but they need reminders. Right. And on top of that, maybe like how uh, Brother Man was saying, maybe Jay Z has like some grand master plan, which I definitely wouldn't put past him, to actually make sure it is an end. And we just don't see that yet. But like, at this point, like Colin Kaepernick got an album coming out like, or something like you that. You never know. You never know. <laughs> I mean, maybe he coming out at the halftime show. We don't know. We don't know what's coming. So, I really think it's at a point now where we we still need the not necessarily kneeling, but some type of like show for uh, to make sure people are still aware. You know, slap them in the face with it. Make sure that they are, are fully up to date on kind of what's going on. But we also do need the action. We need something to actually move things forward and i think jay is on point with that but it's like the delivery of the message i think something was missing as far as like actually getting to the people yeah and i think too you know i wish jay would at least i guess brought up kyle cat like it felt like he was just trying to throw avoid it avoid that situation and I, I swear in the past that, that Jay-Z was one of those people who was like, I'm with Cat. Right. Yeah. Right? It yeah, was, yeah. Is that, am, am, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I do think that, so, and it, and it leads to our perfect show topic today, um, you got to play the game. Right? So we all know, like, you know, we have situations where sometimes we got to do certain things that we not, may not necessarily 100% agree with in our workplace, stuff like that, but we got to play the game. And I think that in the grand scheme of things, I think that there's more to come. There's other things that, and I think that he's holding his Trump card in his back pocket to when he really needs to use it. I just, I don't necessarily, I, I agree that we are past the kneeling point. I do agree that maybe, you know, we still need to bring it to the forefront and show, but at the same time, what's the action behind it? Like, to me, I, I'm an action person. Like, you can't tell me it's raining a hundred times. And it ain't really raining outside. Like, I need to see the progression of what's going to happen. Like, what are we going to do to solve for the problem? Because we can talk about the problems every single day. But if we don't have a plan and we're not making action or making that plan active, then we're just not doing anything. Well, and two, I think one thing is, I think the whole kneeling thing is about social injustice, right? And I think part of that social injustice is is blackballing somebody for protesting about so, so, um, yeah. uh, social is injustice. The, what the flag gives you, or your rights as a... Mm. American, it, it you you have the right to do that. You you do. Well, you so know, because he's exercising, right? Because he's exercising his right mm-hmm. with his you know freedom. That's supposed to be freedom, right? In this country, yeah. what he's actually able to do, he's getting blackballed because of it. It totally go against that flag. That the same people crying that he's kneeling yeah. in front of what it stands for. It makes no sense to me. It, it, it's it's an uh, oxymoron, if you will. It, it just doesn't go hand in hand. He's doing what the flag gave him the, the right, right to the do, right, what right, they yeah, fought yeah. for, mm-hmm. and 
Now they say, oh, you can't do that. That's, wrong. that's his right. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other saga that we can get into because, I mean, it's a lot of things uh, in the NFL and in like professional sports as a whole that we could jump into and think about this don't add up. Like, and we all know it. We all watch. We, it, it's a, it's it a modern day form of slavery, if it, you ask it, it me. They, I mean, yeah, yeah. they're getting paid, but like you, you are owned. Yeah, you are all by a person. You even think about like the names for like the teams and stuff, and then you think about all of them are like it's owners. Like they're not talking. We're not talking about CEOs. We're talking about owners. 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 Yeah, no, yes. that's exactly what you mean. You're owned. Yeah, they tell you to do shit, and of course we're not in them olden days, but it, it would be the same as oh, do that or you get whipped. Do that or we get you the fuck out of here. Like it's yeah. the same thing. You, you can't feed your family if you don't do what they tell you to do and mm. back then like you'll lose your life so and hand in hand like if you think about it you kind of if you can't feed your, provide for your family yourself whatever you're losing it like you're losing your life you can't eat you know that's the way to eat them owners are telling them what they want them. you're going to go out there and do that and it was even a clip i seen how they would measure slaves and Get their height and yeah, weight. It's the, like yeah, a combine. It's like a combine. It's a combine. It's the exact same thing. Yes, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think we're past it. I I, I think him doing it is perfectly fine. Well, I actually had a kid on my team do it, and I didn't say nothing. Well, and this is the thing, right? Like I said. He don't, I don't think he too much understood, but, I mean. I'm with Cat. That's what he said. I'm with Cat. I'm with Cat. But the thing about it is this, right? Is, you know. He lost his job mm-hmm. and can't get another job in the NFL because he wanted to voice, you know, his his protest. And he wasn't even violent about it or obnoxious. He's literally just to himself silently. He just took a knee, which yeah. was told by a guy that fought for this country. Mm-hmm. That was better to do than uh. uh Sitting for it. Does yeah. anybody know what what that check looked like when they broke off of Colin Kaepernick? Well, well, they uh, they signed a non disclosure agreement, so it won't be publicized or public. But um, yeah, I mean, well, even how much money was that make y'all shut up? None. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if like that's what I truly believe in, like what I think Cap does. I mean, it no amount of money would make it right because now it's saying like, oh, we are gonna give this money, you just shut the fuck up and get in line. You know, what yeah, I mean? don't don't say what's yeah. going on, yeah. don't talk about what's going on. And then what pissed me off because I'm mixed. My mother's white, my father's black. You got people saying, how can he be like that when he's raised by white parents or adopted mm-hmm. by white parents or whatever? It, that don't mean shit. That don't mean nothing. Right. He's not saying like all one all of one race is racist to yeah. all of another race. He just period how the minorities in this country is being treated mm-hmm. and even i mean it's forced patriotism even in the nfl i mean if you look at it uh the military has paid the nfl millions yes. of dollars to force this patriotism thing yes because back in yeah. the day before 9 11 yeah, you, you, you never not to cut you off but you never they, they never made a, a, a on tv they always did that shit before the yeah. players even, even came, came out. out right yeah then at the 9 11 everybody want it's, it's making money they all making money off of it i hey, didn't know that yeah before, before 9 11 none of that shit they they did it like they're saying the anthem and all that but the flags wasn't stretched across the field and all that and the players wouldn't even come out until after then now they bring uh, the players out they make it big mm-hmm. and it's all about patriotism now, and I mean, he, you're, you're unpatriotic if you if you don't do, sit down or if you're not standing. And then when do we start crossing? The, uh, we never put, put our hand across hand, our heart during no. the national anthem. Yeah, that was the pledge of the allegiance. pledge of allegiance. Exactly. And now you oh take your hat off. Take no take your wig yeah. off. Well, I think you both take your hat off. 
Oh, take your wig. No, but because this, I think like if someone, Grandma's, I'm sorry, Grandma. Someone look at me and tell me to take my head off. Not, and I hate the. I you know I ain't even gonna go there because it might we'll, be. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, it, it might. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think this is going to be a conversation that's going to keep going. I really, I really hope that you know Jay Z is going to stand for it for more than just this money situation. I don't know how much money it is. I don't know, but you know after this whole thing, because like I felt like last week it was him setting up a deal with Meek Mill for this, you know. Um, the, the, the criminal yeah. reform yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that and now it just jumps into I'm back with the NFL and I just hope it wasn't a setup where I'm just getting let down but Jay-Z I'm still with you you know I'm still listening to your albums I think there's a method to his madness I think so too I think so too but I hope so I hope so but I think this leads right into our next topic perfectly and um, I think we have a great you know crew of people that's going to uh to talk about what's going on with this code switching right so our, our first topic tonight is code switching when you're pretty much at work i don't know i just think we should talk about it at work I, not not just in general but i think it, it affects everybody right mm-hmm. and um i think the best way in my mind where i can kind of describe this code switching situation is is that k and pill um sketch right mm-hmm. when he's he's trying to he's acting like obama and he's going down the line saying, what's up to people? And he's like, hello, sir. How you doing? And then you got the black person. He's like, oh, baby, bring it in, baby. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know, I think that affects us all. It, and especially in, I think, the, the, the line of work that we're in. Um, like I said, I work, I work uh, pretty much with a predominantly white staff. Like, I, I've, been on, I've been the only black guy in a lot of situations mm-hmm. for the past 10, 15 years. And it's, it's been kind of ridiculous. You got to really understand that the way I I, 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 I talk and I, my dialect and all those different things around those people versus when I'm with my niggas, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, it's a different situation. It, 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 it's completely different. Um, but uh, I just want to kind of go around. With you. What do you guys think? Like, how do you feel when you, 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 you know, you the, the, the difference between Ebonics and then that, that Queen's English, mm-hmm. you know, that you got to. Do the kind of and why do we do those things? I mean, I'll I'll start it off that um, honestly, it's it's play to win. Like you think mm-hmm. about it, you think about everything from how you present your resume to when you get to the interview to when you start the job to every single day from there. Like you're you're presenting a version of yourself that you feel is going to be accepted by whoever is hiring, whoever is you know in a position of power to put you forward and I see nothing wrong with that but I also recognize that it is you know something that it's it's a version of yourself it's not necessarily the truest version of Mm -hmm. yourself and it's something that like you got to play the game in order to get ahead it's one of those like in order to be accepted you might present yourself a certain way everything from how you dress to uh, how you show up for work it's everything anything you think about because we already know there's a target on our back. Correct. But we are Correct. very aware as soon as we walk through the door. And you know we all are kind of in the same situation being either the only or one of few in our workplace, right? Mm-hmm. So we present ourselves in a certain way. 
One, so they can leave us the fuck alone. Leave us the fuck alone. And two, because we want to get paid. We need to pay for our families, make sure everybody is good. And we want to advance ourselves. So I think that's, you know, I mean, when it comes to code switching for me, I definitely present myself at work in one way. It's still, you know, definitely me. But I'm going to make sure I'm very careful of how I choose my words, how I present myself, the, you know, selections that I make as far as conversations that I'm going to engage in mm-hmm. versus when, again, when I'm with my niggas. Right, right, right. And it was funny is that when I know, I know I'm cold switching when I saw using the word awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. That's great. Yeah. Like, great job, buddy. You're like, what? <laughs> like, I don't talk like this. What the fuck is going on? It, it's been times where, where I, I think I called a couple of you guys and y'all had your, your, uh, Definitely your job, your phone voice song. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> More about Nathan? Yeah, it's been a few times that this uh, this man, brother man, has called me at work. And yeah, it's been the been the severe phone voice song because <laughs> I need to keep my job, I need to keep it, keep advancing. Uh, love my wife, love my life. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's too it's it's, it's funny because like when I'm at work, like I said, I. In my suite, like in my department, I'm the only black person, right? And in the entire place that I work, it's probably a handful of black people. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when there's a black person with me because it's hilarious because they'll come in my office and I'm just like, what's up, bro? <laughs> Thank God you're here. Like, I've, been, I've been trying to talk regular for all day long and now you're here. So I'm like, what's up, bro? What's going on? You good? Everything good? Blah, blah, blah. And then when the homeboy come in or the white person come in, like, hey, yeah, we're good. We're just chilling here. Just doing our thing. Uh, <laughs> you know? And But, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I think it's all about just making sure that we not we do have a target on our back and I think people perceive us in a different way and the way they perceive us, if we do talk in that ebonics, that, that term that we feel comfortable with is that they 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 frowned upon it or they, yep. it was a negative connotation which it's not it's even not. true even though because like half the time they trying to use our bonnet you ever yes. see you ever hear a white person pronounce some some rappers names yes like like tiger yes like tiger like the issue though is um, a lot of people relate ebonics to lack of education when correct that's not the case at all at all like it's, it couldn't be further from the truth because you think about it, creation of words in itself is genius. Like you think about how people actually, how black people in particular create things, and then we the coolest becomes, motherfucker on the planet. That, that becomes the, the next like everything. Like you think about even something as simple as like a hot girl summit. Like hot girl summit isn't ebonics if by any means, right? Right. But you think about how that just. Oh Lord! He just sniffed it. <laughs> oh, I was like, "Dang!" <laughs> like we only had, like fifteen minutes in. He started drinking already. <laughs> nah, he's still doing the H two O. Bobby Boucher. But now you think about it, ebonics. Everything about black culture is something that is profitable, yeah. and I think many people become aware of that. But for some reason, they just don't want to see it in their workplace. Yeah. Well, I have a question for grown men. And because, like I said, I, being grown man's are almost in the same profession. Well, we kind of are in the same profession. But um, he, at, he's I'm at a PWI pretty much in my staff. Well, no, well, predominantly white in my school, mm. right? And I think for you is is the opposite. Yeah. How? But how is how is it any code switching there? Like, how do you guys feel when you guys are at your school? So amongst so we have, I think like four four white teachers. 
course, they all hang together. Um, which is interesting. It's just funny as shit. Well, it's, it's, it's like but we reverse. can't really, yeah, we so can't really do that because, like, yeah. I get pissed when singles like, why you, why y'all always hang out with the black people? Because nigga, I'm comfortable. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I no, it, it, no, it's just funny. It's just funny. Like when you watch the dynamic, like they just all. I mean, they hang together, which is cool. I mean, I've been in the reverse situation, mm-hmm. so I get it. I understand. Um, but one thing I do find, even with the students, like I mean, amongst the teachers, like you know, we talk shit. Like you know, it is what it is. But amongst, like, when we were the students, we try to be as professional as possible. And so, one of my kids actually called me out one day. was like, well, you, I know you don't talk like that when you go home. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't. <laughs> However, would you take me serious? I'll have you know. <laughs> right. I'm like, would you take me serious if I came in here with my pants hanging off, um, you know, cussing every other word, or nigga this, nigga that, and all that. I was like, would you take me serious? And she was like, no. So I said, so Absolutely. I said, that's what I'm trying to do, prepare you for the world outside of this. Like, when I'm on my personal time and I'm chilling and I'm outside of stuff, yeah, absolutely. I'm say what I want to say. Uh, you know, we chilling, this, that, and the third. But when I'm here, it's about business. I leave all that outside the door. When I come through this door, it's about business. And it's about me trying to help you better yourself. So, you know, it's, it's just a different thing. Like, um, it's not really cold switch in a sense, but it's still like... You have to show them a different reality because oftentimes a lot of our kids come from very messed up situations and they don't get to see that. So to them, it's like, well, you know, you're becoming a different person, but it's not really a different person. I'm still me. I'm still my per- who I am as a person. But at the same time, I have to make that separation between what's business and my personal side. And I think white people got the same thing going yes, on too. Yes, it is you know I think it's a socially acceptable white person standard mm-hmm. versus yes. what they are actually at home. Yeah, it's it's to a lesser degree, but without question, they they definitely do because you catch them at the bar at happy hour yeah. afterwards, you see a different version. Right, and I, I think that it's more forced on us because for whatever reason, you know, society always dictates us as being, you know, we're lesser than. And in reality, that's not the case because if it wasn't for us, a lot of shit that has been created, invented, I mean, you name it, pretty much has a black face on it because we did it. Right. So, um, I mean, you know, my very first job, won't won't mention the place, but my very first job, I was the black person there. Like, literally, in my entire division, I was the minority, period. And so it was hard, in a sense, because they couldn't relate to me. And I couldn't relate to them. Like, I didn't get along with some of the people that was there just because, one, we were super different in age range. And then, two, like, they couldn't understand my struggle. Like, so at the same time, in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I can't perpetuate none of the stereotypes that are about us. So I had to be on time to work. I, you know, even I felt uncomfortable even bringing chicken in the workplace. I, I knew that thing was gone. <laughs> That's a real shit. Because I was like, yo, these they really going to be like, oh, this, this nigga eating chicken, like, for real. So I was like, yo, I was real careful in how I kind of tried to navigate that because it was like, you know, I'm the black person. Like, I'm the voice of all the black people. Mm-hmm. Even, like, when, like, black families would come visit, like, you know, kind of I would the be face. the guy. Yeah, yeah the I would have to go talk yeah. to them. You know what I mean? And not saying that they didn't do it, but... Primarily, okay, you know. The pr- families probably feel more comfortable yeah, talking. Yeah, right. And, and, you know, and then, like, they'd be like, oh, like, I mean, one guy, like, he came in. I mean, we took, like, what was supposed to be, like, a 30-minute kind of meeting. It ended up being, like, two hours. And we were sitting there just laughing, joking, like, we chilling. Like, and they, like, you know, come out on the door. Is everything okay? Like, yeah, everything's fine. Like, we laughing. Like, we chilling. <laughs> like, what do you mean is everything okay? But, yeah, it's just, like, 
you know, you got to, like Nate said, you got to play to win. You got to play the game and understand how the game is working in order to find your spot and stay in your lane. It's been only a couple situations where I felt very uncomfortable, upset mm. of a of a white person that I work with said some shit to me, and I was like, "Yo, are you fucking serious?" The one um, we was on a conference in St. Louis, and someone we we got off the airplane, we caught the train to our hotel. Somebody got on the bus, had some chains on, and they looked back at me and said. Is that what you guys call a bling? Okay. <laughs> I yeah. said, what the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> but what like, did you really bling, say, though? The bl- uh, no, I said that. Oh, oh right. I didn't say motherfucker. I said, what? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the motherfucker that part yeah, didn't that, come that, up. That, I said, what? He's stay. like, yeah, the bling, the bling that you guys always talk about. And I said, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Right? Mm. Then, it's, it's, but it's, it's, this is the funny thing, right? A couple stops later, we it was in St. Louis. Mind you, St. Louis is the hood. Mm-hmm. And we caught the fucking train. <laughs> so we went through the hood to get to our hotel. And mad people was getting on that made her very uncomfortable. She said, Terrell, can I sit with you? No. No, <laughs> no, no good. good. Hey, she needs a seat. She gets open seat right here. <laughs> it's, just, it's, 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 it's just crazy. It is. And, it is. Um, and, and it, I'm trying to think of the second time, but uh, it was another time. I'm not even going to go into it, but it's been multiple times where I've just been like, all right, like, y'all doing too much. Yes. Yeah. You're definitely. doing too much. Because I always, like I said, I have always been the black guy in the group, the the, the token black guy. Yeah. Oh, and that's another one. When I was in grad school, mind you, my whole program was all white girls. So I was the only male. So I had to code switch that way because I couldn't say the things that I wanted to say yeah. as a male uh-huh. because I didn't want to make women uncomfortable. Right. But then also I was the only black. Well, it was I was the, the second black guy. Mm. Yeah. And um, so all the questions that came about black perspective came from us. Yeah. But one of the one of the unique questions that we heard was, you know, how often do you are you aware of your blackness? Well, your your race, right? And she said, you know, brother man. She didn't say brother man, but she right, said brother right. man. How how aware are you? I'm like every fucking second. Every right? second. Right. And then in the, the white girl that was in the room, like I never think about my race. Right. And her privilege. Yeah. And like you know, I mean, shit that we got to deal with, they don't necessarily even go through it. Don't even understand the experience because they don't have to go through it. Like shit, I still get nervous when the police get behind me. I ain't even doing shit wrong, but I still get nervous in the police. Oh, game. absolutely. I'm, I'm nervous uh, every second. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, shit, I want the motherfucker to get as far away from me as possible. I'll, like, I'll switch lanes on purpose. And then, like, even just coming over here to do this, the police think Trooper got me high me. I'm like, shit, all right, let me go ahead and switch lanes. Motherfucker switch lanes. I said, damn, what I do? Like, you know, like, <laughs> they I got, got me. Yeah, like, shit, I got nervous then. Like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, they don't really understand. And, like, no, it's funny because, um, Nate, I don't know if you remember this story, but when we was in college, we took a class, uh, marriage, couple, I and family relationship. That's what you was gonna go to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, so we sitting there. It's like it's real. It was a really good class. Honestly, I love the class. And um, like we was talking about, we got to the black family. So we talked about like a <laughs> bunch of statistics on like the black family. So what, like, what was the ratio in the room? Oh, it's pretty much all of them. Um, and, and it, it was, was yeah, it was just us. Yeah, it was just, just like me and Nate. And then we and had like one. One or maybe two other like black women there yeah. as well. That was it. And literally, that was it. So it was like probably like 25 in the class, but it was pretty much like that was it. Like it was just me and Nate. We was the only black guys. And so they go through all these statistics about the black family and the struggle and all this other stuff. You know, basically, you know, we lead having the most single parented household and all this other stuff, not getting married and all this other stuff. 
So we get to the end and the teacher's kind of wrapping up. And so she poses this question. So the one young lady, that I was going to say white girl, but the one young lady, she stands up. <laughs> and so I'm like, yo, this is about to be good. So man, maybe we sit right beside each other. So I'm like, she stand up. And she looked down the row and she go, why don't y'all take care of y'all kids? <laughs> I never forget so, that day. And <laughs> you talking about it got solid. Like the whole class was like, Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and like the teacher's like horrified. Like I mean, she took her glasses off. Like I'd never seen a white woman go pale that fast. Like all the blood just left her so body. So literally, that was probably her first time being around black people. Yeah, yeah. like clearly this was her experience. So and I'm sitting there. So I look at Nate and they like, yo, get her ass, yo. So I'm like, <laughs> get her. Like all right, I got this. He's the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so background real quick. <laughs> Me and grown men's are the worst. Two black people to ask this question because when you think about it, we do not by yeah. any means fit the stereotype. Right. None Shout of this, out right. Right. to Cheryl <laughs> and Big Nate. <laughs> right. Had both of our parents in our yeah. lives. We are the worst people yeah. to ask so this question. Like, we didn't fit none of the stereotype that she had already no. came to include with. So I stood up. I said, "Look, I don't know nothing about the, what you're talking about." I said, "My parents are married," and everybody in the class was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yo, I said, "Yo, <laughs> my parents it? are married." We all got the same parents. I said, me and my sister, we got the same mother, same father. And my parents been married for years. And we on like we all we got degrees in our house. So they was like, oh shit. Then they was like, yeah, like my parents married too. Yep. <laughs> and so just like, oh shit. Like everybody was like, um, like this is like mad awkward. So team's like, okay, well great guys, you know, yeah, I understand like let's, let's, yeah, let's just go ahead and um, everybody collect your things and like see you guys next week. And like so, you know, the teacher like she apologized to us, whatever. But it wasn't even really like that. It was just like, you know, sometimes people form like these ignorance and like because they don't know. I mean, but I feel like at this point you should no no let me finish, let me finish. I feel like at this point anything you want to know you can find out. Now, not excusing her behavior, I just found it like, damn, like I know other people and here's the funny part though. I know that in that conversation other people in the room felt the same way. Yeah, but she was the only one who had the heart to stand up and say it. Correct. Correct. And even with you said that, like, you got to think about this, right? You guys are not in the stereotype of how you guys were raised, right? Mm -hmm. However, me and more about Nathan, I pulled over for DWB. I knew mm -hmm. was coming to that. Right. Why am I on all these situations? Western Maryland. Western Maryland. What we all did? Remember that night? Uh, so we got pulled over. We, 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 we deserve to get pulled over that night. We definitely deserve to get pulled over that night. We were drunk and we were driving. But what happened though? We got off. Yeah, because the white person was driving. The white person was driving. Exactly. Being pulled over, DWB. And I knew. I, I got the idea was that when he asked me, whose car is this? Yeah. Off yeah. the muscle. I got union tags on my car. Mm -hmm. So it shows the profession. Mm -hmm. So I say, he say, whose car is this? I say, it's my car. He said, how did you get these tags? Oh. So he a smart ass. So he, oh, he got, he, I'm time enough for him. So I said, well, a few years ago, I filled out the application. <laughs> I applied. <laughs> I got hired. I went through extensive training. Mm -hmm. I got in the union, and I got these tags. Like, he didn't believe it was me who was in that profession. Yeah. He asked, how did you get this? You know, then he pulled me out the car because I had my brother and my friend with me. He said, I feel as though you was just trying to be a funny guy in front of them. 
I said, I know. You, you was the funny one asking, how did I get the tags? Like, not asking me, yeah. is this what you do? Right, not, yeah. how do you get these tags, you know? Mm. And then he asked me, well, what does your tattoos mean? What does them stars mean? Are those gang stars? That's what was his, that, that, that's the word. Where was this at? Going, uh, the tunnel rats on uh, 90, 895, going through the tunnel. Yikes. Yeah. Pulled me over, man. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it was 95, but the tunnel rats, the uh, Maryland Transit Police, just, it, 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 it's, I don't think it'll ever stop. Honestly. Well, I, I got two stories. Well, I'm going to tell the story about uh, more about Nathan, and then I'm going to talk about the story about um, our, my white friend that you know. It was that night when um, we was at your house, and uh, the car got towed. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But first story with more about Nathan. We were traveling back to school um, to handle some, some business, and um, and I told more about Nathan that it's going to be a speed trap coming up over this hill. This man was probably going about 45 miles an hour on the 65, <laughs> right? And we was like, we're good. Next thing you know, that police pulls out. We like, ah, oh, I can't be us, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Pulls us over, right? And he gave it and say we was doing like 75 and the 65 yes. or something like that. Something ridiculous, right? And he asked, he asked more about Nathan to get out the car. Ooh. Mind you, this is more about Nathan. When you talk about cold switching, Cold switching was at is one hundred. Yes, sir. How are yep. you? We are pulled over. I invented and it. We had, <laughs> and you had you had old. What was what was your old car name? Oh, Nancy. Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. Nancy. We had to turn the car off when yes. we stopped. Yes, <laughs> so, like, we right. weren't going nowhere, right? <laughs> he and he asked for both our IDs, right? Mind you, I don't know why I had to show my ID for any reason, right? Mm-hmm. If if we, if you if no, you, you should not over to no. uh, speeding. I don't know why I got to show my ID. Well, was, it's a law that you're supposed to carry your ID on you at all times. Well, that, but he had, that's no, he had no reason. In the stop, no. Yeah. For identify. A, a yeah. speeding, a speeding situation where yeah. we're going 45 and the 65. Well, well, you, well it's, um, I can't think of the term I'm trying to use, but it's just. Like, but you're uh, supposed to have your ID, yes. But in the traffic stop situation, he had no need to because you weren't the person that's operating it was, the motor it was, vehicle. It's routine. You know routine. I mean? Take my that's joint and do that joint and let's keep it moving, right? Pulls nasing out the car and he asks you, did you have any weapons or drugs in the car, right? Yeah. Right? And it's like, where are you guys going? All of this stuff. And it's like, bro, like, are you going to give us like a ticket or are you going to do whatever you're going to do? Do what you want to do. But like, what is all this about? Right? And again, like I said, very... Well, I think he had some snapbacks on cockpit yeah, side, right? Yeah, it was that era. <laughs> it was a little bit that bad. It was, it was like we, 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 we probably fit the description. <laughs> we probably fit the description, but it still it doesn't make it okay, right? No. And um, yeah, it was it was it was a crazy situation. Then so now this is versus this the situation, right? Um, my wife friend, which uh, we were um, over at Jimmy House, and he had a. a, a a rule. It was a rule of the, of the complex where you had to like be in like visit the park by a certain time. Yeah, by like ten o'clock. So my wife friend did pass. not um, park there, and he, his car got towed. Right. And my wife friend hangs out with pretty much predominantly black people, right. and it's not to the point where he acts black, but he just he, he he's cool. He's that cool white guy, right? Right, right, right. I never heard this man so white in my damn life. <laughs> his car got towed, and he called his mom. He said, "Mom, <laughs> my wallet was in the car. I don't know." I, I just don't know what's going on. I was like, is that, is that you? Is is that my friend? Like, what, what just happened? I saw he was going to say nigger. Like, I thought he was going to say it. But it, it was it was hilarious. Um, but but yeah, it is is 
that's a, that's another type of code switching. Is is that situation of the white person that hangs out with the black people yeah, yeah, and and yeah. and you know when he's talking to his his, his family is is a whole another person. Yeah, I think, and just to touch on it real quick, I think it's more or less of respecting your situation. That's what I do at work. So I wouldn't necessarily say I code switch, and I know that because I guess because how I pronounce some words, a lot of my coworkers don't understand. They, I, I've, all, I'm always been asked to repeat myself, and it's like they'll confuse a word that I said with another word because how I pronounced it, I guess. But uh, I, I more or less respect my situation. And uh, one thing I don't like to do is say to say nigga around white people. Only because I look at it like I got kids. I look at it the same like. I would never say nigga at work. No. Nope. Yeah, well, nope. not at work, but even around white people, period. Oh, because okay. I, I look at it like an incident with my kids. Things that I don't want my kids to do, I don't, I won't do, or things I don't, don't want them to say, I won't say around them. Mm. And it's the same with them. Like if I'm saying it around them, they might feel as though they can okay. say it. Yeah. And even though that's a word that it really won't, you can't really take me there with it. I'll give you an example. One of my coworkers who like put it on Facebook, and uh, he. It wasn't like a meme he posted. It wasn't a picture or nothing. He said, "Niggas, I'm back." Because he was on. He was white. He was on Facebook jail. So Bruh. I simply said, "You, you're wrong. You, you crossed the line. You gotta cut that out." For two reasons. One, he was, and everybody like has something to say about it, but not to him. Mm-hmm. And for two, I'm trying to save them in, in a yeah. sense like yeah you the wrong person see this you might lose, lose some teeth job, or yeah. something yeah, well, lose your job. Job. you know what i mean yeah. but yeah. not not really because it it went there it went to the uppers but you know so that turns from me telling him to chill to me being questioned for workplace violence i mean uh cyber bullying i'm mm. sorry cyber bullying because he got he switched the role on me and then was talking shit. That's and a white move. It, he was talking shit and then say he felt threatening because I told him, I said, don't, I said, I will hate to have to come to your station. No, that's not a threat. I I, I, I could mean it like I, I would hate that to come there to work with you if that's how you feel about people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never said, I, I would hate to have to come and beat your ass up. Yeah. I didn't say that. I just said, I, I would hate. Jimmy is about that. <laughs> I just said, I would hate to have to come to your station. You know what I mean? Mm. But, um, it, it it was switched on me, and uh, that, that's just, I'm going besides the point, whatever. But I never cold switch at work. I don't really change how I talk or whatnot, but it's there, and I say it like this. In order to promote to a certain position, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to get my shit away, but mm-hmm. in order to promote to a certain position, you now have to not only take a written exam, but do an oral interview. And the oral interview is in front of people that's not even in the the job. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like civilian. So I feel as though how you conduct yourself in front of them and pronounce words and say certain stuff, it uh, um, it might help or or hinder you. You know what I mean? But uh, code switching is 
my, like I said, how I look at it is, is all in the matter of respecting the situation. But, well, before um, we move on to the next section, well, the next, next topic, I do have one more question for you because you are in a unique situation. Like I said, he's mixed. He has a white mother and a black father. Right. And I think that you have family members that are, are white also, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have a white family that are not in the urban environment. Yeah. Do you have to code switch around them? or nope. How is that situation? I'm me around them. Uh, actually, my biological grandfather didn't want to meet us because we were mixed. I'm never, the only day I've ever seen his body was at his funeral, mm. and I was forced to go out with the kid. But uh, he didn't want nothing to do with us till we was mixed. And one of my late uncle's wife, I think, was undercover racist, and um, always used to like make jokes about how I should talk or shouldn't talk. And I was like, I'm not changing how I talk. Please y'all. Right. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we in your house, but I'm not like I'm not like saying nigga this and nigga that or fuck this and fuck that. I'm talking regular, but first of all, Baltimore got a, a unique accent, period. Don't so they from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. So yeah. certain shit like two, Doug, like everywhere I go out of here. When they find out you're from Baltimore, they ask you to say, oh, say yes, two, say Doug, thing. you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got a unique accent anyway, but I'm not changing, even if it wasn't the case, I'm not changing it, period. That's how I talk. I don't feel as though I should have to change how I talk around certain people. I agree. All right, well, I think that was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got a lot of stuff out. Um, now, and this also goes in, I think it segues into the <laughs> next topic because uh Next topic is, uh, you know, have you ever been fired from a job? And when, do you, when is it time? <laughs> I, I want to go first. We can go in order, though. When is it time to, uh, you know, say, you know, fuck y'all, I'm out. <laughs> so go ahead. I'll, I'll, so we, we'll go ahead and get started with Average Jimmy. Oh, shit. All right, bet. So, yes, I've been fired from a job on several occasions. <laughs> <laughs> several occasions. And, and uh, on the occasions, I both came back to that same establishment and worked. All right, first uh, occasion. We had, like, my whole family working at the McDonald's, me and my cousins and sisters and what have you. But uh, I was fired by the manager, Mr. T. That's what we called him. His name's Mr. T. Terry. And uh, he he wanted me <laughs> to do something. And I probably should have did it now that I think of it. But... It was he was a white guy. It was more or less of how he talked at me, I should say, right? So I was like, "Fuck you! I ain't doing that shit." And he that's fired me, you, right? That's what you said, I, I, word for word. <laughs> and he fired me, and I went home. is about that life. <laughs> I went home. Make, that that needs to be a button. Yeah. <laughs> like, and all my all my kids' life, I came back the next. He fired me. I came back the next day, and I was like, "I'm. What are you doing? I said, I'm not fired." But uh, guess what his name was. And he was like, what are you doing? I said, no, I'm not fired. I said, no, nah, man. No, nah, I don't know shit. Like, I said, I just left because my shift was almost over. I'm not fired. And I straight clocked in and worked. The second occasion, as I'm sure we all remember <laughs> this one, we were working at the Presto Shop on East Point Mall. And oh. uh our manager was a saint. <laughs> I don't really remember what happened. I wasn't drinking back then. I, I, so I definitely wasn't drunk. <laughs> um, 
I don't remember what happened. I do remember coming up there and getting it. I wasn't working. I got into it with it. And she fired me. So I went. I, I'm always a asshole. Like, she fired me so I couldn't be in the back of the store no more. So I went out to the front of the store. And she went, why are you here? And I was like, I was talking to Rel. And I was putting a minute without even knowing I was putting a minute at this at that moment in time. My so, old manager was the same. Yeah. <laughs> so she I like, why that. are you here? I said, fuck you. I said, stop <laughs> talking to me. Well, why are you still here in my staff? I said, I'm a fucking customer and I'm talking to him. <laughs> and we went back and forth with it. And to this day, I can't tell you why I got fired. But I do remember I came up we, there. We, it's plenty of reasons why we all should have been fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I came up there and uh, I, I don't know why I came up there. But I wound up being there and she was like, hey, uh, you want to work here again? I was like, yeah. She well, like, okay, you're hired. And like I said, she was a saint. Like, nothing ever saint. happened. <laughs> well, and this is the thing. And I just want you to think about, uh, what was it, Christmas Rush or something like that? Yeah. And, and mind you, uh, me and Average Jimmy were the original Pressful Boys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for some reason, they made a mistake and put both of us on the register. <laughs> <laughs> and we were the worst. Oh, my God. <laughs> the <laughs> effing worst. Like, I'm talking about just playing the entire eight-hour shift. It made it go so quick. It made it go so and quick. And the line was all the way across the mall, and we didn't care at all. It's like, all. like and mind you, we worked at the pretzel stand. Everybody knows familiar with Annie Ann's pretzels, right? Mm -hmm. And mind you, so somebody would ask for a, a glazing raisin pretzel, right? And they'd be like, How, let me get extra glaze. We will fill the entire carton uh, <laughs> with, with glaze. glaze. <laughs> it would be a small of the, glaze. You can't see the pretzel. <laughs> You got that was a fucking treasure hunt. <laughs> they would ask for a drink. They'd be like, "Can I get some ice? Like, how many ice cubes do you want?" Like, <laughs> one, one person really was like seventeen, and I'm like counting them out of the scooper. Like, oh shit, got start over. Right. <laughs> he would dump the whole thing back out, and she would be, she'll be so red, red, like, red, so like, red. It, it, it wasn't like the customers wasn't like they was laughing. They mm. we were entertaining them. It, it never was like a disrespect on the customers. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. Oh, on our end towards the customers. It was just fun. We just played it, too it, it much. It helped the day go by. We played too much. Oh, my God. It was, it was good time, that's, man. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Um, but my, my favorite time when a, a person came up there and asked for a jalapeno press. Big man jalapeno. Jalapeno. When they said jalapeno, and boy, did I take it run with that. And I was like, we don't sell them. It's right there. And I kept looking. Say it again. <laughs> you want a, a jalapeno? A jalapeno? I don't see it. It was bad. I don't see it. I just It was definitely it was those so that bruh moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, um, um, but you know, I have been lucky enough never to been fired from a job. Never been fired. I quit a couple jobs and um, but you know, my quitting, I, I never wanted to be the guy to say I quit. Okay. So I was always that person that just maybe <laughs> just never showed up, <laughs> uh, or or said the last minute, "Hey, I got to put my two weeks in." Mind you, one time, ever Jimmy got me a job um, delivering windshields, and I, it was literally a month before I was going to college. I knew that he knew that. I ain't tell him. Get your bed for me, bro. No Fuck one him. told him, right? <laughs> And I did a great job at this damn job. And they was like, yo, I'm going to put you on routes. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. He's like his own route. Like, right. his own route was major there, too. Like, major. <laughs> your own van comes with a route. Your own phone, your own route, and your own van. Mm. 
And um, so yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm feeling up the yeah, I got that. I, you know, I I took the run a couple times. I'm like, um, yeah. So next week is gonna be my last day. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's always been like that. My funniest situation is that I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods. I don't know if you guys know that. Anybody know that? Yeah, White Mall. Yeah, I White Mall. Yeah, right? I, 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 I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods for a week, right? <laughs> and it was hilarious because uh, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods make you ask everybody for a scorecard. It's like that little promotional joint, mm-hmm. and if they don't have one, you got to sign them up for one, and you get graded on that. So like, you get like a ninety percent if everybody have a scorecard. So people usually mean about that situation. It's like, hey, do you want to score? No, I don't want to score. But you can. It's, I can take it. Take two. No, I don't want to. Give me. A, give me my money. Like you know. And it gets real. And I'm like, man, fuck this. <laughs> so I used to just have a scorecard next to me. I used to scan that joint. I'd be at like 98 percent at the end of the night, right? And they and the manager was like, oh man, you know, but man, you are great. Like you, like, we can we gonna do some things. Blah they blah they blah. And then the next week, I got another job working mm-hmm. at a summer camp, making a lot more money. I said, yo, I'm out. Uh, I'm out. So uh, when can I get my check? <laughs> so you're just going to quit like that? We just hired you. Yeah, I had to put all that paper. We just did all uh, You know, it is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, but in my mind, I think, you know, timing-wise, um, when it's time to go, it's time, it's time to go. go. I think it's, it's, it's you, you can't have no loyalty in this game. That's they what don't I have no loyalty. Ex- to you. Right. Exactly. They don't have gotta, no loyalty. You gotta look out for yourself. In the yeah. end, you all you got. They don't. You, well, I, I, speaking of that, let me say what's on my mind. Yo, Why yeah. the fuck we gotta get them a two week notice when they don't be like, hey, we gonna fire you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never getting a two week notice. Bro. Ever. I will never yeah. either. Well, I had a, I had, I had a job. That. Had a job in my contract that I gotta give them a month notice. Okay. A month. What they gonna do at, at, for violating the contract? Fire me, bitch, I quit. <laughs> no, you know what's funny? I had a whole bunch of sick time. So for those two weeks, I worked at my new job and I was collecting sick time at my old job. You know, I'm not gonna say what it was, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did that too. But yeah, I mean, but uh, that's a good point though because they should have to do that. Because I, I, absolutely. That's a, that's a, well, I that's, guess, that's I mean, it, I guess egregious how. Well, well, well we, it, like, we it should seen, be a, a, a circumstance. Like, if you come to work smacking your your coworkers, yeah, you're fired. Fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, yeah. if you're you're lacking in uh your your efforts that you show, what have you, or you know, you just might not be up to par for this position. Then yeah. say, hey man, well, listen, it's not working out. We're gonna give you two weeks to find something. Else. In my job mm-hmm. right now, I'm in a situation where it's very hard to fire me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take at least three years to fire me. <laughs> Real, it was a real stuff. I could just not do anything, and it was going to take at least three years for them yeah. to fire. <laughs> now, I always think about it like uh, we've all seen the memes, whatever, of like if you died tomorrow, your job would be posted the next day. We're like, not, they not, they are, they it's not. Up, it's I, always I, somebody I new. I, when I got yeah, hurt at work, before I actually got done being at the hospital, my replacement was in. See? Probably <laughs> when I was on my way to the hospital, like, yo, Jimmy got hurt. You want to work? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're just a number to them, and that yeah. really made me open my eyes up and like, no, I'm not breaking my back. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I do my job, and I, I'm very good at what I do. Mm. But when I like, I I used to rush back from injuries. Like I gotta get back. I gotta get back. You know, my crew needs me. I'm I don't do that no more. I'm going mm. to hell because I'm just a number to them. That once I'm no more good to them, they replace me and get a new one. Well, and. This is this is a lesson that I learned, and um, last year I had a situation where I had to get surgery, and the doctor told me that I supposed to have been out for a month. I came back in a week, 
because I I was so loyal to whatever I do because we had a very busy season where I felt like I needed to be there. We accomplished that goal that we needed to do at the end of that year, and I didn't get more than even a thank you, a good job, mm-hmm. uh, anything. And I was like, dang. You know, I came back when I could have been out chilling, recovering, yep. and I'm coming back hopped over because I got a freaking two, three holes in my fucking stomach. Yep. And you can't even appreciate that. Yeah. And one thing, too, is that the person that's in charge of whatever I'm at didn't even reach out to say, hey, are you good? Yep. How are you doing? Even when I got back, how are you back? You know care. what I'm saying? Like that. So that's how I really realized that, you know, it's, 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 it's no loyalty in this game. You just got to do you got to do what's best for you because, again, like I said, it's always going to be that next person. Yeah. Always. Oh, you're right about that. I'll definitely say I've never been fired from a job. I've been, uh, I guess, unofficially let go. Unofficially let go. <laughs> when they say like, "Hey, you probably should come back," explain it to you. Hey, we got you. You don't work here anymore. It was a situation where the company I was working for moved to a different location. Come with us, or you're fired. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, it was like you can you can relocate. Okay, you, you know what? You see what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Unofficially let go. I can agree with you. Yeah. I, I've been unofficially let go there recently from my part-time job driving a concrete truck. They, oh. the, the company got brought out by a bigger see? company. And they was like, part-time, don't need them. And they just stopped answering my phone. There you go. There you go. So my situation was they moved. They gave me you know relocation options, whatever. And it was a situation. Where did you have to move? Richmond. Had to move to Richmond. Exactly. And, you know, at this point, I was engaged. You know, I had a lot of stuff going on that it just didn't make any sense. And, I mean, it just wasn't going to work out in Richmond for me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it already was a company I wasn't sure if I wanted to continue at. Right. But the real issue came for me was how they actually brought it about. Mind you, I had traveled for this company. I was, you know, going out doing presentations. You know, I was, I was the token black guy mm-hmm. in all the meetings. <laughs> I was that guy. More about Nate, I think you're the perfect token black guy. And you think about it, I really am. And I, I've been preparing for this my whole life. I really, really think about it. Shout out to the private schools. But, um, but you really think about it, and it's like I was doing everything that was asked of me, anything going above and beyond. And at the end of the day, they still came in one day and was just like, hey, um, yeah, we're moving the company to Richmond. So you can move or, like, here go a severance package. Y'all better believe I took the severance package, though. And well, I moved on, and yeah. it, it was, like, the perfect time. Like, it really actually worked out in my favor, but in the moment, it wasn't something that I knew was coming. But I always look at, like, jobs now of this needs to be a mutually beneficial thing. Yeah. Like, if I'm not getting as much out of the situation as you're getting out of the situation, I, ne- I might need to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. And that's when it might be time to move. Correct. Correct. Now, let me tell you a story about my little brother. Uh-oh. He used to work at um, I can't even think what this place called, but it was some New Orleans restaurant out White Marsh, right? He's, it was a little, you know, a little high school gig, blah blah blah, and they closed down. They but didn't even, no, not for Ruckers. It's the little. It was called like I don't know what it's it was. Called. Animal? No, it was outside the mall. It was where the uh, old um, Wendy's used to be at. Uh-huh. I don't know what it's called, but. He went to work one day. The door was locked and said, it was a sign on the door and said, hey, we had closed down. Oh, uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> wow. 
Yo, no, that's some tragic stuff. When he he actually went in for his shift that day, and it was closed. They just shut him down like that. But but yeah, that's that was just that was a struggle. That was a struggle. Um, but uh, uh let's go to the sober guy in the room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been fired from a job? Hmm. From a um, yeah, I got fired from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I got fired from McDonald's. Um, when I was in high school, man, the manager got into it. And he was like on some other shit. Oh my god! He called you a mick bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got into it. Um, yeah. We got into it one day, <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Yeah, something." And I was like, "Man, look, fuck this. I don't need to be here." I'm about to go to college anyway. <laughs> Yo, Eric is always on that whole <laughs> motherfucker. I'm better than this shit. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going Yo, to college this anyway. Beneath me. Remember, <laughs> my man said he he put his uh, diploma on his windshield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, and his in his century in Nissan century. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't need this shit. I was like, I'm about to go to college anyway, man. Fuck this shit, man. So he was like, he said something, and I was like, all right, well, you know what? Fuck this shit. So I took my little name tag off. Threw that bitch behind the counter and I walked out and I walked home. <laughs> Your little days, I'd have kept my days. <laughs> Get my names. Did, so did, did you have a visor? Nah, did we have visors back then? Yeah, I, even, I had a visor. I probably did you work at McDonald's? Yeah, remember that I said that's the first job by Mr. Terry trying to find me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think I did have a visor if I'm not mistaken. But so my professional job. Uh, I was close to being fired. Now, technically, I resigned. <laughs> I resigned. Did they um, ask you to resign? <laughs> well, yeah, basically. Well, yeah, it, it was, was like uh, a, strongly suggested. Yeah. So what? Well, no, that was the settlement because we mm. and so a lot of shit happened with that. But bottom line, so like I was, I was away from the office. I was working. I get a call from my supervisor. So she's like, "Hey." <laughs> she like, hey, uh, yeah, I'm gonna need you to um, come back to come back to the office or whatever. And she's like, bring like bring all our stuff. Mm. And I'm like, so like, yo, okay. this man called us like, yo, they call me back. <laughs> I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah. Were you living with us then? No, you wasn't living. No, nah, no, nah, uh, nah, you wasn't. So I was just like, uh, all right, like you know, because she never she never said no details, nothing. So then she's like, well, if you need to know what's going on, you need to call Human Resources. Damn. Human Resources like, what the fuck? All Sexual right. harassment. Call, call Human Resources. And they're like, no, nah, you need to talk to your supervisor. I'm like, what the fuck? She told me to call y'all. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So now I'm just tripping. So like that whole rest of the evening I get back, uh, you know, they had counseled my hotel room, everything. Damn. Mm. I got credit cards and shit. So I had to give them all back. So I go to the meeting with HR. I go in. And my uh, the main like our division supervisor, he's in there along with my direct supervisor. So we sitting down, and the lady takes a folder out, and she spins the folder around, opens the folder out. The first nigga I see is fucking this nigga. I was in the picture. Yes, this nigga, bro. I was man. in the picture. Yes, this nigga, bro, man, from the fifth floor in the motherfucking picture. I didn't at know I was house. in the picture. Yes, hmm. in the fucking this. picture. Hmm. So you know I didn't know that. Yes, him and. Uh, a previous boo boo was in the picture. I didn't have no idea. So then she lays out the pictures. I was on, oh, I was a grown man then though. Yes, yes. So she lays out like three different pictures <laughs> on the table. So she's like, okay, what's going on here? So what was I doing in the picture? <laughs> yeah, you were just telling y'all was yeah, y'all were just chilling. Yeah, right. just chilling with a cut. Yeah. So she's like, okay, what's going on in these pictures? She's like, is this your Instagram account? I said, Jeez. huh? 
I said, maybe. She had receipts. Right. Yeah, she was a screenshot. <laughs> oh, so she was like, you screenshot, you the police. Yeah, so she's like, is your Instagram account? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe. Wait, yeah. So she's like, uh, she like, yeah, so we got information that you've been throwing while drinking parties at your house, uh, underage drinking parties at your house. Was well, that so, the truth, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, time well, out. Underage? No, it wasn't no, underage. Was under so I said, whoa, 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 time out, time out, time out. Like, nobody in none of these photos that I need. Now, mind you, I'm not in none of the pictures at all. And that's my that's what I was tripping over because I'm, I'm not in none of the pictures. You sound like you need a Johnny Cochran. <laughs> so she the going club through don't <laughs> fit. You must have quit. <laughs> so she going through the pictures like, all right, well, who is this? Whatever. So yes. another colleague of mine was in the picture, which. So she was that person in the picture. The, the colleague who worked there with me was in the picture. Was in the picture. Was in the photograph. Wow, that's that black. See, that's and, that racist and, shit. And, and, and yes, she was of a different race. And um, so at this point, they were like, "Okay, well, look, you suspended. Um, we're going to do an investigation. We're going to call you by Friday. This was like a Tuesday or Wednesday." So I said, okay. So I was suspended with patient. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, all right, I'm going home. I can just chill out for the next couple of days or whatever. So in the background of my mind, I'm like, well, damn, like, I ain't really in the pictures night. So then I get a phone call maybe like 30 minutes after the meeting from that colleague who was in the picture. And so she just like, you know, fuck you. You got, you going to have me. I'm going to lose my job, blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, I wasn't on probation at this point. <laughs> I was already past my probationary period. I was a seasoned veteran at the job. I'm good. She's still on probation. Mm. She only been there like six months. She's still on probation. Privilege. Right? <laughs> yeah, so hold, hold yeah. now. So then we get to Friday. I walk in. They're like, okay, um, go to Henry Resources again. I go and she turns around this letter and say, yeah, we're going to uh, go ahead and let you go. I said, whoa, <laughs> for what? I'm like, yo, I'm not even in the motherfucker. I got bills. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, though. She said, but we're going to keep you on the payroll. We're going to give you a month on the payroll. Mm, that sounds funny shit there. Right. right. I keep my health insurance, everything for a month. We're going to give you that. All right. I said, I'm like, wait, some shit ain't right about this. Like, this shit ain't, something's just definitely not right about this. Cool. I take the letter. I get him. Wrote back. a paper. <laughs> <laughs> I get him back my uh, my credit card, everything. My, my ID, they took all my shit. Went back to my office, cleaned out my office, fucking police come. <laughs> like, this shit is crazy, right? Because you black. Yeah. So the police come. They escort me out the, out the office and shit. So I'm looking around, making sure ain't nobody in the hallway first before I leave out. Whatever. Get my car. Police come out on the window like, hey, you know you officially banned from the campus. You can't come on campus no more. None of that shit. I'm like, whoa. Like, time. Like, this shit just escalated far out of hand. Come to so, find out. Like, you know, the saying big man on campus. You was the band man on campus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man on campus. So he was like the bear on campus. <laughs> <laughs> so get into the conversation with the colleague. She just got suspended without pay for a week. What was the colleague? Um, was she black or white? She was white. Okay. She got suspended. Now, mind you, like I said, we backed up a few. I said I was the only black person in my division. Oh, no, no, no. So we're going to play the shit out of this race card. Now, how the fuck she gets suspended for a week without pay? She's still on her probationary period, so she could be let go at any time. I'm past that. Oh, no, no, no. So, boom. <laughs> got the union rep involved. Uh, I had my lawyer in the background. He was doing the things in the background, contingent upon what the union rep was going to say. And then, so come to find out, I wasn't even in the union. I'm thinking I had paid 
to be in the union, but I didn't. I'm thinking they was taking it out my check, but they didn't. You had to pay up front to be in oh, the union. Shit. So I didn't even know I wasn't even in the union until the situation come. But because of the collective bargaining agreement, I was able to use like some of the union services up to a certain point. So they pulled my HR file. Like I had passed all my evaluations. Like I said, I passed the the uh, the point of uh, the probation. Everything, everything was great. So they still trying to figure out what it was. So then, so we go back and negotiate. So I got my lawyer. My lawyer's like, nah, we ain't doing all that. So here's the deal. He's not quitting. They offered me my job back, but I said, no, I'm not going back. Because at this point now, y'all just going to try to find some shit to really get rid of me for. And so I just took the settlement, which was six months paid, will also help because at the time you only had to have like five years in the system to be fully invested for the retirement. So that the six months got me to my third year, which means that I can go back and get two more years in any institution and I'll get my five fully invested for my mm. retirement. So I took that and I was getting a check for six months. I was working a whole different place and still getting a check were from you, <laughs> Were you still getting unemployment too? No, but I wasn't getting unemployment because I was because uh, I was still technically employed. Dang. I just wasn't accruing any more like vacation sick time. And they had to pay me out my vacation time, my full time, which I had like 30 days at the time. Damn. So I got like a $5,000 check and I was still getting paid from a month from weekly. Well, bi-weekly, whenever it was, we was getting paid. So I ain't really give for I was just like, all right, but y'all ain't going to try to do that. And then the white girl gets to go back to work and everything is all good. That's good. bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was like, okay, so that really, that experience really showed me the true power of their privilege. Because how the fuck am I past the probationary period? Never had a blemish on my record. Never cheated on the credit cards. None of that shit. All my stuff came back 100%. Motherfuckers who was cheated on the credit card. Used the credit card for their personal bills. Kept their job. But for instance, in pictures I'm not even in, shit happened. Mm, mm, mm. So they, That sounds like they was um, looking for They reason. was just yeah. waiting for anything. Yeah, 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 they was reaching at that point. Because I wasn't even... I wasn't even in the fucking pictures. I'm like, shit, how the fuck you get fired for some pictures? You're not even fucking in. I said, I That's like it. getting fired on your day off. Yeah, you're right, exactly. Everybody had jokes for that shit. These niggas ran the jokes in the hole. I'm like, yo, all right, yo, like shit. They're like, yo, how you get fired on your day off, yo? Oh, my sister just had a field day with that shit. And I was just like, yo, I ain't even, I'm not even in the fucking pictures. And that's the crazy part of me, because first they tried to say underage drinking. And I was like, nah, we, we gonna kill that right now. Everybody in this picture, well over 21. Ain't no motherfucker so close to 21. Well, was anybody even, um, nobody was on, nobody was under 21, right? It was all no, professionals. Every, yeah, yeah right? everybody was, everybody was over hey, 21. Yeah, uh, grown man showed up like this. <laughs> oh, hold up. Yeah, it was just like, yo. <laughs> he showed up like this. <laughs> what I do? 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 <laughs> <laughs> it was just like wild as shit, but like that whole experience was crazy. Hey. Like, I was like, nah, but I ain't going out like that. Fuck that. We're going to get this lawyer involved. We're going to see how far this goes. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I said, I think uh, the bottom line is that you got to do what's best for you. Yep. Look, I'll fire, not fire, yeah. leaving, leave. You got to get the fuck up out of there because it's, it's not our game. It's, we, we're never going to be winning in this game. So we always got to do what's best for us. And I Man. think. And I have learned that, and like I said, I am very, I'm a very loyal person, 
and I try my best to to stay loyal. And I don't even know why. I just it just built in me. It's just in me. But now, fuck that. I'm gonna do what's best for me at yeah. all time. You, I mean, you got to like when it's time to go. You kind of know that. I mean, you or you get a sense of like one job I was working in between before I went back to the classroom. Like this lady literally had no degree. And she was making double what I was making. And I had a master's degree in the field. And when she said how much she was making, and I found out, and she had no degree, I was like, well, hell no. I got to go. And I literally went to HR. I was like, I need a raise today. <laughs> and it's like, comparable-wise, like, how is that even possible? Did like, she had a raise? No. So I was like, I'm out. <laughs> they, they literally gave me $1,000 for my master's degree. And that was it. A one-time hit. And not only that, they taxed it. Oh, so I only saw like six fifty. Well, you know, one thing too is that we had a situation at at my profession where we had they had an initiative to hire people that was outside the country. So mm-hmm. we took in this person from Puerto Rico that didn't speak really any English. See, that didn't, it really just didn't work in my profession. Mm. And at first, I was all with it. Like, I'm gonna teach you some stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you good. I'm gonna, you know, you got questions, ask my questions. But then I found out she made almost two times as much as me because she has so many like years in the profession in Puerto Rico, or whatever with us. After that, I was like, man, fuck that. Get her the fuck up out of here. I was like, I'm not gonna spend my time training you, and you're making buku money more than I am. Because I am a black man and you are, you know, whatever it is. But I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel that shit. Mm. I ain't like that at all. But, um, but she's not there anymore. She, she had to roll out. I mean, it was just, it just didn't work out. It's just mm. one of those situations it didn't work out. Um, but yeah, I think we, I think we, it's time to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Do y'all agree? Yes, that's good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And um, so what we'll do is go again. We'll go around with our final thoughts about the situation uh well not about the situation but just about everything um my final thoughts is uh you know it is this is it's not even have to do with anything that we talked about in the podcast but it's just for the listeners this has been loyal to us already for our only like our fourth episode or whatever um thank you guys for listening i really do appreciate it like i said we are developing we uh, got new technology i hope you guys enjoyed this tonight um like I said, we are not only just this relationship podcast. We're just going to talk about general topics, and I hope you guys will listen and enjoy this and um, and spark some interest. Um, like I said, this week, I hope we hopefully we'll have our, our Instagram up. That way you guys can contact us. Um, I know a lot of people have been contacting us through messaging and through things like that, but if you do have any questions or you want any topics that you would like us to discuss or anything like that, please feel free to do so. Um, but we do appreciate you guys listening and um, I do appreciate everybody here that's been been discussing everything that's been going on but that's my final thought this is again this is brother man from the fifth floor um, follow me on IG um, but yeah thank you uh, we'll go on more about Nathan yeah more about Nathan here um, definitely check out the Instagram page get your fits and whatnot together shoes sneakers streetwear, anything you could think of. Hold on. You know, I'm staying conscious and consistent with it. Go ahead, yeah. brother man. I, I, I know what you got to say. You better comment about that damn picture, ain't you? It's, it's been... <laughs> I never knew you looked like MLK until oh, a couple oh posts God. ago. Oh, and man. I was like, yo, is that, <laughs> like is that more about Nathan? But I did realize that... Is, is your photos Kanye inspired? Yes. Okay. Without right. question. Okay. Without question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but he doesn't like, like MLK or the Kanye like, cut, the Kanye look. 
Yeah, just don't go crazy like Kanye. Uh, no. I missed the old Kanye. <laughs> good. The yeah, I'm old Kanye. Definitely old Kanye on it. But yeah, um, go to more about Nathan. Check it out. Like, share, comment, whatever you got to do on there. Uh, my final thoughts, though. Look out for your star player. That's you. Yes. Uh, make sure that you are good. You are happy within whatever situation, relationship, job, whatever you're in. Uh, make sure you're good. Then look after everything else. Um, you know, just focus on your star player there. Um, make sure you're, you're straight. Uh, enjoy your life. Um, listen to the podcast. Check out all of our Instagram pages. Um, and just, you know, don't be afraid to reach out, ask questions, comment, like, whatever. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. And smoke weed every day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we got that new technology, guys. Yeah, I'm just going to put that out there. All right, Average Jimmy. Yeah, Average Jimmy. That's Average underscore Jimmy underscore. Like the piggyback off for more about Nathan. You got to look out for yourself because in the end, you all you got. When the job's gone, when the. the Bruh's gone, like your friends, all that. You you are who you got. So look out for yourself. And uh in the same breath, with to touch back on the basis of the code switching, respect your situation. Do what you gotta do to make things work for you, but don't lose who you are in that process Correct. either. Don't bow down to them and feel as though you gotta and by them I, I mean co-workers or anybody you might feel you got cold switch for. I'm not using it as a... Play your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Do what's beneficial for you. What, what works for you? What's going to get you to get where you need to be or you aspire to be within your career or get you to a career, period. Do what you need to do. Play your game. And it's chess, not checkers. Remember that. Mm. My man. All right. Grown man's all right, yeah, it's um, you know, hey, definitely man, overweight level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you see that today? No, because he ain't drinking. Yo, yo, he wants to be on the overweight level. He's not even overweight level tonight. I had to throw it in there. No, it's just it's just it's just uh, man, strong man. Yes, no, he's grown today. Yeah, um, so I just think that with the um, I mean, with the topic, like you definitely still have to be yourself in it. Uh, so it doesn't come off as fake or phony, and you're definitely not so. Um, but yeah, you do have time to time, you got to play the game. Um, like we said before, the game is not designed for, wasn't designed for us anyway. So I think that you got to play it to the best of your strength, to the best of your ability, but always stay true to who you are, stay true to yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, thank you for everybody who's listening. You know, hopefully we can get some more views up. So, you know, check us out. Once we get everything settled, we'll send out the link. So just holler at us. Let us know if you got any questions, comments, feedback, any of that good stuff so we can definitely continue to grow and improve the podcast. And I'm out. Yes, yes. Yeah, I got I got one more thing to say. It it, it just made me think of it when uh when um Grown Man's said the game wasn't made for us. Cause uh I seen it when I was going through something at work. I put it in my notes, I can't fucking find it now. But uh it was something in the area of you want me to put some music on while we wait <laughs> hold up no no i'm gonna get it all right i got it i got it it says hold up. <laughs> it says being black in america it means you have to be twice as good and four times as humble yes so take that and use it how you will but it's truth in it 
You have to be twice as good and four times as humble. I think that piggybacks very well off of what uh, Romance has just said. And I wish you guys could see my basement because, again, I have uh, Muhammad Ali on my wall. I have Tupac on my wall. I have the 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 famous Olympic pose with my man the, putting the fist up. Because again, you know it's a struggle being black, but like I said, it's it's time where we can be successful and we can move on. We can do bigger, better things, and it's, the sky is the limit. But again, we have to make sure that we are doing the right thing at all times. And I think that's in the wake of what's going on in the city. We need to stop killing each other. We need to stop. Um, hurting each other we gotta stop doing dumb shit and uplift each other because again black is beautiful and that's what we need to do and make sure that everybody else understands that um but that's my final words um other than that everybody else good we all we got yeah Yeah. all right we are out everybody say peace peace